Hey, American Express card members. You don't want to miss this. Now, through December 31st, there is a big reason for you to shop small at local stores in your neighborhood. Learn more and enroll your eligible card today at AmericanExpress.com slash shop small offer. That's AmericanExpress.com slash shop small offer. Terms, of course, apply, but go look them all up and sign up right now. AmericanExpress.com slash shop small offer. You know, every once in a while, you need to tell your story to the world. You need to get word out on the things you're doing, the things you've done, the things you're going to do. And MailChimp can help with that for free. They've got gorgeous pre-designed email templates. You can also code your own. And I tell you, I have been a MailChimp user for many years, well before they ever advertised on the show, before the show existed. And I can vouch for the fact they make it very easy. The templates look great. If you want to code your own, even I can't mess it up. They'll show you how to send, when you should send, why people open an email, or why they click delete. They can also help you find your people to grow your business. MailChimp can help you tell your story effectively and find people who care about it. It has worked for me. I am telling you, I'm a user. This is no uh, no lying about that. I'll user it for a long time. More at MailChimp.com. Hello, all you siblings standing in the wreckage. It's Beautiful Anonymous. One hour, one phone call. No names, no holds. Hard. I'd rather go one-on-one I think it'll be more fun And I'll get to know you And you'll get to know me Hey everybody, it's Gethard. I hope you're doing well. I really enjoyed this call. This, this, this lady, so nice, kind, good-natured, also had a tale that I thought was very interesting. Many people have dealt with infidelity. We've seen many movies about that. We've heard all our stories. But what happens when you're inches away from it? What's it like being in the collateral damage that surrounds uh, some people very, very close to you having a life-changing uh, event like that? Very cool call. Also, this lady gives a lot of opinions on this podcast itself, both in the beginning and end, that I found very eye-opening and uh, amusing, and I, I think it gets a little meta, but you might enjoy it. Do want to put out there, we mentioned the screening process of this show. I don't want to create any controversy. I want everybody to be clear. That is very, very light screening. 90% of it is to make sure that the call sounds good and that there's not tons of background noise or that the connection isn't weak. Um, so please, I do not need hundreds of tweets telling me I am a liar. We do lightly screen the calls. It is a much more of a pulse check than a rejection of anybody. And like I said, mostly to make sure we have a good connection. All that being said, love this call. Thought this caller was so kind and uh, brought so much to the table. I think you'll love it too. Enjoy. Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the host. Hello? Hi. Hi. Is this Chris? Yeah. Yeah. How's it going? So awesome. Good. Can I start off by saying that I have like a crush on you? Is that weird? Wow. (laughs) I don't know if my wife's going to love that, but I'm flattered. Oh, well, that was like past tense. I had a crush on you. Wait, you had a crush on me? Yeah, it's over though. What was the (laughs) timeline? What was the timeline of this crush? Well, I started listening to your podcast, and you're just so funny, and I think that's, like, so attractive. And what did I... I love witty. What did I do to ruin it? What did I do to turn you off so bad? You you did it. You didn't do anything. Nothing personal. Just 
you know, you always talk about your wife and how awesome she is. And I thought, oh, gosh, this is gross. I can't have a crush on him. Wow. Well, I'm very flattered. And and, uh, <laughs> and thank you so much for that. I'm bashful. I'm red in the, If you could so, see me, you'd know I'm red in the face. <sighs> so um, can I talk about the intro music to to this to show? show sure i yeah. i love your angle on this call so far by the way i love it <laughs> okay intro oh, music cool. yeah yeah i want to just like i mean i don't really have a lot to say about it i just want to give like proper um acknowledgement to the what sounds like a kazoo is it a kazoo I'm not sure if it's a kazoo. The intro music is by my friend uh, Shellshag, and Shellshag are an incredible band. Yeah. If you ever get the chance to see them, you should see them. It's two of them, John and Jen. They're in love. They built a pyramid-shaped amp that glows with lights, and they ha- built it so that the mics so they can face each other and sing directly, wa- directly at each other while staring into one another's <laughs> eyes, and they're in love. And it's beautiful. But I don't know if it's a kazoo, but they do have many. They got a lot of uh, – they, they have a lot of doodads and, and, uh, and effects on their – Song. So there is very well could be kazoo. I would be surprised if there wasn't kazoo. <laughs> well, I don't think enough music has kazoo elements uh, these days. So totally. every time I hear it, it just makes me happy. Totally fair. That, yeah. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I believe that is kazoo, now that I mention it. I think they, I think they maybe like, like recorded some versions just for this podcast that have extra kazoo. That's one of my favorite oh. songs. That's well, one of my favorite songs. Well, you probably don't get to hear it as much as I do. Yeah, that's true. Do you listen isn't it? to the podcast after well, you do them? I hate the sound of my voice, so sometimes I, I, you know I'll check in, and especially if people online start referencing something specific, I'll listen to it, make sure I know what they're talking about. Um, but sometimes I don't listen just because I hate my voice. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, who I am I? You. Who am I to say? Oh, you feel you feel me? You hate my voice too. <laughs> I mean, it's that's a common thing, right? People don't like to hear the sound of their own voice. I think so. Right? Sure, but then, I don't, I don't know. know. But then you're, you're telling me you got a crush on me, so I guess it must be okay. Well, that was, yeah, I guess the sound of your voice, but also I just like witty people. I think that's just like the most attractive quality a person could have. So well, when you. I started listening to you, I, li- I listened to the podcast because the premise was just so up my alley. Like I'm probably the nosiest person ever. <laughs> and so I was like, wow, this is like I get to listen to other people's conversations. Yeah. But you're very witty. You you, may, you you add an element I don't think would would come any other from any other place. Well, thank you. And listen, I'll tell you this. I'm down to get complimented for an hour straight, but if you have anything else you want to talk about. I can do that. I no. can do that because oh, I'm no. a dolphin. That's <laughs> the last thing. Wait, you're a dolphin? Yeah. You know how they say like, you know, in the corporate world, there's like four personality types and there's an eagle and then there's a horse and there's the dolphin. I can't remember the other one. Never But the dolphin's this. like, you know, the sensitive one that cares about people's feelings. I'm probably like two thirds eagle, one third horse, personally. <laughs> oh, so um, so yeah, I feel like I, I I feel like everybody says this, but I think every time I listen to your podcast, I think of like, well, I would say this right now. Yeah. And then I thought, if I ever get in, I have this whole list of things to talk about, and it'd be so awesome and interesting. 
And now I can't remember any of them. Can't remember a single one. Yeah, except that I used to have a crush on you hey, in the kazoo. Now wait, you have, <laughs> you have a crush on me just through this podcast. You you might do you, you don't even know what I look like necessarily. It's just the wit, just the wit um, and wisdom. I, that doesn't matter. Fair. Look at that. I like that. Okay. Well, that's cool. Who cares what people look like? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. There's more to it than that. There's more to life. There's more to people than the surface. Oh, I know one thing. I, I know one thing from my list. Great. Um, I have this fantasy that you guys have kind of secretly been cataloging everybody that's been on the show. And then at some point, you're going to come out with like a follow-up to each person that's been on the show? That's not No. The, no, that's not true, no. That sounds like so <sighs> it sounds like so much work. I do kind of hope that a previous yeah. caller calls again and manages to get through again with an update, but I do not believe we will seek out updates. If they want to call again, get through. I would love how would that. You, how would you be how would you verify that? I don't know. I don't know. How would you verify that it was actually, see, that's the problem. You know what I should have done when I started talking to you? I should have been like, I'm string bean girl or whoever that was. or String no. bean girl? Was there a string bean girl? It, I don't remember. There was like one girl, noodle body something. Oh, noodle body. Well, that's different than string bean girl. Noodle um, body and string, a noodle body and a string bean body, two totally different things. Now, can I call you out on something? Yes. And what? You, everybody, if you ever ever tried to call this show, you, everybody knows you get through, and whoever's uh, whoever's engineering, whoever's producing that day, they pick up. They say, "Okay, what do you want to talk about?" And we don't screen it too much. I don't love screening. I used to not screen at all, but yeah. people just go, "Yeah." And and uh, Jared's in there telling me you said specifically, "I have something really personal and important to talk about. <laughs> it will be great." Yeah, I did say that. You said I did, that, but it's really <laughs> I did, and I mean it. It's not a lie. But like, I mean, it's not—it's not a happy story at all. Hey, Pretty you, dark. You clearly dark. have listened to this show before. I know, yeah, so I know, and it would totally like follow that cliche pattern of like starting off funny and light, and then bam. Well, I'll tell you something. Let me say this right out of the gate: if you wanna, if you don't want to tell that story, if you had something and you, and now you're actually on the phone and you're like, wait, I don't want the world to hear this. That is fine. We'll find it on our feet. But I do want you know, Jared feels like you tricked him. He feels tricked. No, no. <laughs> but I don't want to. I genuinely, I don't want to force it. No, I don't want to force it. I, I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind telling. I don't. I don't mind at all. Because you know what? My brother always says this, and I think it's an interesting quote: "Publish and be damned." Have you ever heard that quote? No, but I like it. Yeah. Publish and be there. Pretty Get deep. it out. Put it out there in the world. Let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. Is your brother an author? Yeah. Is your so, brother a writer? My, well, my brother is a very intellectual person. Mm-hmm. He probably could be a writer, but no, he's not. Okay. Okay. But again, you but pr- just promise me the you're story not. story involves. Promise my me brother. I'm not forcing it. Promise me I'm not forcing it, though. I don't want to feel like I forced no. you into it. Okay. Okay. Good. No. No. I'll chill because out. Because really, this, this. Yeah. This is. This is actually an interesting story. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so it's about my brother. So my brother has been married to 
this woman for about 20 years and I've known her since I was 17. That's when they got together. Okay. And I can't convey to you enough how much this person is like my sister. Like I grew up with her basically. She was like my best friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, I adored her. Yeah. Adored her. Like I, I, I can't even, I don't even know how to describe it to, to get the point across of how much it was borderline like worship. I loved her so much. Okay. And like, we were tight. We were so tight. We worked together for probably close to five years at one place. And then we both went our separate ways. And then we worked again at the same place. And like, you know, it was the office doesn't matter. Yeah. But my point being is that, you know, you're at work eight hours a day. You spend more time with those people than a lot of the time you spend with your family. Mm-hmm. And she, I mean, I'm just trying to emphasize, like, we were tight. We were like, did everything together. Best friend. I moved out of state, moved back a couple of years ago. We've always been tight. The distance didn't, didn't do anything. In fact, I would refer to her as my sister. I would make jokes for years and years that if anything ever happened between her and my brother, that I would, I would claim her. I'd get rid of him. Uh-huh. Cause that's how much I loved her. Okay. Yeah. So tension building. Probably at the, be- <laughs> at the beginning of the year. Well, things started going south for them. Uh, let's just say within the last two years. That's a bummer. And yeah, towards the end of last year, she starts kind of telling me, you know, she's thinking about this and that anyway, to make a long story short, she told me that she thinks they need to separate. And I'm just like, oh, man, are you sure? Like, are you, you know, because my brother, he's the type of person that he, he's not going to take that well. I don't know if you, you would ever recover. I mean, some people would, but he's just not the type. Like, are you sure this is what you want to do? And she's, you know, crying. Oh, you know, he, he's got, he has things he needs to work on, which, which he did. Um, but this is the only way he's going to get you know, improve himself. He needs to be happy with who he is. This is the only way to do it. I ha- I just have to leave. Oh. A couple of months later, that's what she did. And so my brother and I also, I should mention, we are super, super close, which is also a testament to how much my relationship with her meant because my brother and I, it wasn't like we're like, eh, whatever. We were so close. That like in high school and college, we would be like, you know, hanging out together. People thought we were boyfriend and girlfriend. And I don't mean that in a creepy way, (laughs) but like we just got along so well. We were just, you know, so such good friends. Sure. So when she leaves them, of course, you know, this just devastates everybody. Everything's in turmoil. People, you know, it's just, it's terrible. And months, probably, let's say, six months, you know, we're all just kind of trying to go through this. And, you know, little things, little things start popping up. And I start having, like, little suspicions here and there. 
what's what's really going on? What's really the story? Well, come to find out, she'd been seeing another guy for okay. at least a year, maybe a year and a half. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And like lying to me the whole time, just lying to my face. Wow. I mean, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I can't even, I feel like I'm not doing a very good job of telling, telling the story. No, there's a lot to it. Yeah. There's a lot of moving parts there. I thought... Yeah, I, I was wondering. I was wondering where it was gonna go. I was one. I, I, I was. I, I was like, man, it could be this. It could be that. But that's that's brutal. That's bad. You got this sisterly figure in your life who was really uh, did your brother dirty, went out the wrong way. It's not cool. Yeah, and I, I guess that you know, telling the story doesn't really sound that like earth-shattering. I mean, people are, people cheat on each other all the time, but I don't know. There was just something the way about about it, I guess. Well, the listen. way she were hanging out, she's calling me sister, and she's, you know, Ooh. telling me about, oh, yeah. you know, he, ha- he hasn't even come, he hasn't even come to me and said this, he hasn't even tried to do this and this. And the whole time, she's just like fucking this other guy. Look at that. Well, I want to put one thing out there right away. When you keep saying, "Oh, I don't know if this is a good story or not," don't. Who cares? It's fine. Don't. You're, I feel like you're now com- you're comparing your story to other stories you've heard, maybe on the show, or whatever. Let's not even do worry about that because this is a big deal. This is a big deal. This, she's telling you one thing, and and probably probably making you question your brother. Probably making you wonder. Why does my brother behave in this fashion? And meanwhile, she's catching that D on the side. That's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was not cool. Have you had a conversation? you're you, right. Have you called her out on this? Uh, yeah. That did not go well. Specifics, please. <laughs> well, the thing is, <laughs> is the way he found out, that kind of adds like a crazy element to the story. Because what had happened was she had upgraded her phone and I don't know what happened. Somehow, like the next morning, he started getting her text messages. Wow. That's the last way you want to find out. Yeah. You want her to come come clean. So he's, what? You, you, in a perfect world, you, you would want this person who you really care for and love to finally say, you know what? I want to come clean. There's this situation. Let me put it on the table so we can all yeah. move on. But no, he starts getting like no, what? Like filthy. No. Is he getting like dirty texts? He getting dick pics and stuff? Like, oh, good morning. I love you. I can't wait to be with you. Wow. Yeah. I like that you're. I, mean, no, no. I like your impression of this guy's <laughs> voice and behavior, by the way. Can we do that again? Can you say some more of his texts and the voice you just prescribed to this? This this man who uh, Jill helped help Jill to your brother. This morning, I can't wait to see you. So he was meetings today. So you're saying that this man who uh, was sleeping with your sister-in-law spoke to her like a puppy, spoke to her as if she was like a puppy. Yeah, probably a puppy that has maybe been hit in the head. Oh, and you want to hear? Here's something else. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> I like it. It's all Speaking coming of, out. 
there was a time several months ago that I met her for lunch before I knew any of us. She brought him. She what? She brought him. She <gasps> brought him to meet me for lunch. You brought, you met the dude. Yeah. And you want to know what else? Yeah. I After know what the else. lunch, yeah. you want to know what I asked her? Not that I have any problem with this, what? but I said, oh, he seems like a nice guy. Is he gay? Wow. Yeah. Not that, you know, again, I don't have any yeah, thing no. about that, not but a- I mean, hello. What do you mean, hello? Yeah, I didn't get the impression. No, hello. Hello. Just hello. Like, I'm not is sure this what the, the type hello. of guy you're going to have an affair with? Some guy that doesn't seem like he's even interested in you or, you know, so Madonna th- at all? <laughs> wow. You are, you are a bold and blunt person with your opinions. I love it. I love it. So you met this guy. He's he doesn't impress you. He doesn't seem like someone who's like this is not this is he not seems like a douchebag. Wow. So he's not boiling over yeah. with like masculinity. It's not that. It it's uh he seems kind no. of douchey. Well that's uh so he what, seems like a thinky little think. A thinky little And I didn't think. even know I had no reason to have any like think thoughts about him. That was just my true sincere impression. Your gut think. Just your gut told you, Fink. Yeah. A rat Fink. And little did I know, here you are over here fucking my sister. Wow. Now, when you confront yeah. her, is that one of the things you bring up? You brought this guy. Oh, my you, God. How could you bring this guy to the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> oh, you know what? It wasn't even, here's the horrible part. It wasn't even someplace like the Cheesecake Factory that would have been like worthy of that lameness. We had lunch at a Buddhist temple. What? A place of peace and calm? Yeah. Yeah. No. That's first. You're going to bring your side piece. I mean, you can't be bringing your side piece to lunch at all. Also, why are you having lunch at a Buddhist <laughs> temple? What? I didn't even know they well, served. It's just a thing. They serve yeah, lunch? they have like a little. Yeah. Well, this, this one does. All Buddhist temples cool. or is this just the one around you or? Uh, you know, I think just, just mine. Yeah. Are you, do you go? The, the one and, around me. Are you a practicing Buddhist or do they just serve a good lunch and you stop by once in a while or? <laughs> um, well, you did say you wanted to hear from people of other cultures. It's true. Always. A friend of mine, <laughs> friend of mine <laughs> but, made a joke that this show should be called um, Beautiful Stories from Anonymous White People. And that one really stung. That one really stung. <gasps> Yeah, Ooh. but I can't control who's calling. But I'm trying to figure out ways. Anyway, that's about me. We've talked about the show enough. What happens? So you call her out. You meet. You you tell her. You call her out. You you say you brought the. Do you say you brought this jerk to the Buddhist temple or no? What's this? Con- no, I need to know what, what this confrontation's is, like. Well, it was just bad. She actually reached out to me, like within a few hours of me me finding all of this out, which was probably not too bright on her part because it's like, you know, give me some time to calm down because so I'm yeah. not a, I mean, I was definitely, I mean, I've never, I, honestly, I've never been that hurt in my life. Yeah. And did your brother tell you? Yes. So your brother catches yeah. her. He confronts her. She calls you. Yeah. And so, well, the, the, I don't know if you could say funny, but the thing is, is that she says to him, that she would she would prefer that they just keep this a secret between them. Like she she didn't want anyone to know. And he was just like, Oh hell no. 
you know, I mean, he's actually handled it with the, the high road 100% which yeah. is more than I could say for myself. I like this. You are, but, you're a person who's driven by emotions, huh? I like that. Oh, uh, yeah. My albatross. So she calls you. Yeah, so she calls me. Bad timing, like not even a full day of letting me process this, and I just fucking let her have it. How's that? What's that mean? I mean, I, I mean... <laughs> I just really kind of told her what a piece of shit she was and, you know, how should you sit here and lie to me and call me sister for all these months? I mean, I was just really disgusted. Yeah. And just said some, you know, just said what what I felt. Yeah. And, and she you- kind of was like, oh, I know you. I know when you get upset, you overreact. Wow. Okay. I don't know how you overreact to your own sister of 25 years lying to your face and betraying your brother. I don't know how you overreact to that, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I'm on your side on that one. I'm on your side on that one. doesn't sound like you can overreact, especially a few hours after learning about it. And is that the, right. la- is that the last time you spoke to her? Have you run into her? Or? Um, well, I mean, there was kind of more to there was more to it than that. I mean, I said some things to her that I probably just were not nice <laughs> at all in that I conversation. I have to say, I can't imagine what what the things that you're like. Eh, I said some stuff that you clearly don't want to repeat, and I'm not forcing it. But I love that you've already been like, you're a piece of shit. You're a fink. I love knowing that there's things you're like. There's some stuff I'd rather not. Ugh. I like that. Well. I will, I'll tell you this, that I, I did share the conversation with a, a friend of mine in the last bit. She was just like, oh, my God, that needs to be on a T-shirt. You need to put that on a T-shirt. And I was like, oh, really? Well, hey. So, hey, I'm not. Maybe gonna, there was some. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to force anything. You know, here at Earwolf, we do have an online store. And if you do wind up sharing this phrase, high potential chance I could actually sell it as a T-shirt. Uh, uh, I don't know who would want to buy the T-shirt that said this. You want me to tell you what I said and then it would kind of clear, clear up things? <laughs> totally clear up things to you. Up? 100% up to you. Well, I'd love to hear it. You don't have to well, tell me. I'd love it. Let's pause right there. Cliffhanger. What is this t-shirt idea? Well, I'll tell you, you're not going to believe it. And I imagine you'll all be running to stores to purchase this t-shirt idea. Come back, you'll hear what this t-shirt's all about. Be right back after we hear from our sponsors. We all know that shopping for guys around the holidays, it's not easy when you got these stoic type males in your life who never tip their hand. How about finding them something that's not just thoughtful, but also useful and practical? I'll tell you, I just got a Harry's shaving kit given to me as a gift. It is awesome. Really great equipment. And I'm somebody, I, you go, you get the cheapo stuff. I cut my face up. It's not good. I feel like I have this special thing in my life now. It's very cool. If you haven't heard of them before, Harry's was started by two best friends, Jeff and Andy, who were fed up with being overcharged for razors. So they started their own razor company to give people what they deserve. A great shave at a fair price. And this holiday, Harry's is offering a limited edition shaving set. 
Midnight blue chrome razor handle, which you can get engraved with someone's initials, make it feel personal. You get three of Harry's German-engineered five-blade cartridges that provide a close, comfortable shave, foaming shave cream that smells amazing. Beautifully designed gift box. I can vouch for that. It's a cool box. Goes for $30 on harrys.com. Also, they offer handles and sets starting at just 10 bucks. if you haven't tried Harry's yet for yourself. Free shipping ends on December 9th, so act now. Go to harrys.com right now to get a limited edition holiday shave set while supplies last. And do not forget to enter the code BEAUTIFUL at checkout for $5 off. That's harrys, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com, code BEAUTIFUL. Therapy can and should be affordable, confidential, and convenient. Everybody knows I'm a big proponent of therapy. It has helped me turn my whole life around. It helped me find some confidence, some positivity. It helped me deal with tons of problems. And, and, and I'll tell you, affordable, confidential, convenient therapy, that's exactly what Talkspace is. Only with Talkspace do you get unlimited messaging to your dedicated licensed therapist for just $32 a week. Join over 300,000 users who already know that with Talkspace, you can text, audio message, or video message your therapist as many times as you want without having to wait a week for your next appointment. Because with Talkspace, your therapist is always in your pocket or on your computer. And now you can even schedule a live video session with your therapist right from your smartphone. Help show support for this show by visiting Talkspace.com beautiful for a special $30 discount off your first month or Download the Talkspace app on the Apple or Android app store and use coupon code BEAUTIFUL. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Thank you so much to our sponsors who allow this show to happen. And now, what will the t-shirt say? I'd love to hear it. You don't have to tell me. I'd love it. Well, the conversation was just kind of going like, you know, I can't believe you're reacting this way. Like, I thought, you know, we'd be able to talk about this, blah, 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 blah. And so the way I essentially ended the conversation was I told her that I hope when she is fucking her boyfriend and his dick is in her mouth that she's thinking of me and thinking that his dick is worth losing her sister over. Okay, wait. Let's repeat that back because I got to get this down for the T-shirt. Because <laughs> that's a lot of words so. on the T-shirt. You might have to, on, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna you might have to shrink the font or something. Yeah, it'll have to be a small I don't even font. know if you can... When you're fucking, that, um, was it? When you're fucking your boyfriend and his dick is in your mouth, I hope you think of what was it? Me. And, I hope you think of me. Yeah, come. and I hope you think that he's worth losing your sister over. Something to that effect, yeah. you know. Okay. Just kind of with the general intent of I hope that every time from this day forward, when you're fucking this guy, that you think of me and the sister that you lost. That's. I so. mean. That's. I mean. As far as someone who's going to war for your brother and who's going to war because you felt betrayed, I do love the strategy of saying something that is an intentional effort to destroy their sex life forever. Of just like, every time I want you thinking of this. That's pretty, that's like cut to the quick, get right in the guts. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of so justified. This this has been like a month ago. No regrets. So this all went down a month ago. No regrets. Yeah. And do you guys all still live in the same town, same city? What is it? What's uh, what's the status yeah. here? Yeah, is it? A we sp- all live in the same town. Small town, big town. Uh, like a um, you know, a medium town outside of a large city ish. Mm-hmm. So the type of place where you might run into <laughs> someone at the grocery store and have a few more things to say. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! 
totally. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Oh. She's probably too busy fucking her boyfriend, so whatever. Oh. Ooh. Doesn't have time to go shopping. Yeah, there ain't no time to eat when she's fucking her boyfriend and his dick is in her mouth and she's thinking of you and hoping that she thinks she's <laughs> worth losing a sister over. Wow. Yeah. Now here's an important yeah. question. How's your brother doing? I mean, you know what? He's, re- he's actually doing remarkably great. Like, and it just killed me as his sister that he's having to go through this. Yeah, that was the... Uh, but, I mean, you know, he's... Uh, I mean, I think he's had a long time to think about it. He's had his suspicions for a long time, so I think he's kind of processed it to some extent. But... He, he's actually doing really well, and it kind of makes me a little bit mad. I'm just like, get mad at her. Why aren't you mad at her? But he's just, he's just not. So is it fair to say that you're so, more angry than he is? Yes. Would you say you're, yes. would you say he's fair. actually, would you say he's handling it better than you are? Yes. Wow. Yeah. He actually asked me a couple of weeks after it happened. I'd kind of written something a little bit bitchy on Facebook, being petty and immature as I can be. And he asked me to chill out with that. So you're, so I did. <laughs> so wait, your brother, he was married. You said 20 years he was with this person. Yeah. Well, they, they were together like 25 together, 25 years. She betrays yes. him. His life completely falls apart. And then you go so big that he has to tell you to cool out. Yeah. Wow. That's, I mean, I'm no offense. I find that funny, personally. That's awesome. No, it is, it is funny. And I'm not offended. I'm and, not offended at all. And does he? I mean, I know I can be. I have an extreme. I can. I can have some extreme. That's fine. Fair. Yeah. I mean, it's not very dolphin of you. Yes, it is. How so? Because I care about my brother. Oh, uh, from that perspective, yeah. Because we looked it up, and the the dolphin. Yeah archetype you described is all about <laughs> harmony, peace, so I might say a very Buddhist attitude. Well, okay, yeah. But I mean, you know, nobody's 100%. There's Fair. also a lot of lying in me. I'm very loyal. Yeah. My brother. Of course. to defend him. And what's the worst, what would you say, what's the worst part? Is it is it seeing your brother in pain? Is it losing this person who felt like a sister? Is it knowing that maybe you can't ever eat in a Buddhist temple again? <laughs> um, the worst part, the worst part, he, he'll be fine. That is bad, but he'll be fine. I'm not, I'm not worried about him. The worst part is her. I mean, she was like my, I mean, I'm, I'm making light of it because that's what I do. I make jokes, but I mean, she, she was my, she was beyond sister to me. Like, that's not even the right word for her. That's the easy word. And I, I literally feel like most important person in my life died. Wow. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I feel like I've gone through this weird breakup. Like, that feeling that you get like, oh, I'm going to text. Oh, I can't text her. Oh, I'm going to call her and tell. Oh, I, I can't call her. I don't have that friendship anymore yeah and do you think there's any world in which that could ever come back on any level i would like it to i would but i just don't i don't see how it could how how can i ever be around her and and this is a 
like really fucked me up in a way. Like I don't trust anybody now. Yeah. Like everybody, I'm like suspicious of when people are talking to me. I'm like, are they are they are they fucking with me? Are they lying to me? Because one person in my life that I thought was the closest person, my you know my person that was like you know I'm saying beyond sister. Yeah, you are she, like connected on a soul level. Yeah, I mean she fucking lied to me like repeatedly on such deep things it, it just makes me question everybody like if she can do that to me or she can do that at all like why not everybody else it doesn't even have you know it doesn't even have a connection with me so much yeah she shattered What's your faith she shattered your faith in people yeah yeah I question everyone so it's really hard sucks. that's really hard yeah Here's a question. Here, this is an odd one. You might not have an answer, and if not, it's fine by me. Like, what? How do you? How do you wish she handled this? How could she? Because if you know, if, if if there's a world in which she wasn't meant to be with your brother, how should she have gone? What's the way to do this where you can be hold your head up high at the end and not create all this chaos in your wake? Uh, I mean, that's a hard question to answer because part of the problem is that the way she, she runs her life, she just kind of sticks her head in the sand about things. So there was, I, I will t- tell you, there were definitely things that needed to be addressed in that relationship that were not, it wasn't 100% her fault. My brother had a, has, a, has a lot of faults. Yeah. But she just never said anything, just kept swallowing it up. You can't, that's not sustainable for 20 years. So what she should have done is grown a pair of balls and said something 15 years ago. Hey, I don't like the way this is going. We need to talk about this. You do this and it makes me unhappy. She never did. For 20-something years, she just kept eating it up, eating it up, eating it up. And then finally, she exploded. So that's not really an answer to your question. No, it is. But I mean, if she, if she had gotten to that point, what she should have done is said, this isn't working. I need out of this. And then you go and you find somebody and you fuck them. Mm-hmm. You don't start fucking somebody and then sit here and lie to my face over and over and over again, over months and months and months. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like, uh, I mean, it sounds so fair because you're not letting your brother off the hook with that answer. It sounds like a fair answer. Yeah, and I mean, also I've had this thought process of like, you know, every nobody's perfect. I shouldn't really judge her. I can, I made, ter- I've done terrible things, made terrible mistakes in my life too. You know, we all have blah blah blah. But then I think, you know what? Fuck that. This isn't about me. This is about her. Yeah. She's the one that fucked up. I gotta say, am I cussing too much? I'm sorry, Sally. <laughs> wow i have mentioned my mom's hatred of the cursing on this show so much that you brought her up and i didn't even have to my mom sally now a character on this show in the world of this show i'm sorry sally 
has been said without my prompting. That well could done. Be a t-shirt. I'm sorry, Sally. Could be, but you know, where's your t-shirt? I think we're what we're gonna go with instead is when you're fucking your boyfriend and his dick is in your mouth. I hope you think of me, and I hope you think he's worth losing a sister over. I, I think that's the t-shirt. But you know, what? I'll run it past <laughs> the ad guys, the merch guys. There's a whole department. Um, that's fair. Okay. Hey, what's your uh, What's your okay. dating What's your dating life like? Me? Yeah. It's It's non-existent. I'm married. Oh, you're married. <laughs> Yeah, look at that. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh yeah. that's cool. That's I'm cool. Married, I have two awesome children, awesome husband. Yeah. That part of my life's awesome. That's I great. That's, you don't want to go down that road cuz it's boring. I'll just sit here and tell you about how great things are. <laughs> what did your husband what did your husband have to say about about this whole situation? Was he filled in? Oh yeah, I mean he knows everything. He he's real funny. He's he's very he's a very logical man, and he's just kind of you know he he doesn't speak from emotion. He's like yeah. the he's the yin to my yang. Very Buddhist. He's just well. I think yeah, this happened. Yeah, he wow. he is the Buddhist of the family, not me. Although I might have Buddhist tendencies. <laughs> a little dolphin, a little Buddhism. There's a whole mix. There's a whole world in here. <laughs> Now I will say, yeah. I will say there is a certain level of irony that this call is all about you venting your rage regarding the infidelity of some people in your life, and yet the way it started was with you, a married woman, saying <laughs> you have a crush on me. Well, I meant that you know, in like a intellectual way. I didn't mean yes, like, no, hey, I'm, I'm going to go out and <laughs> stalk. I can't even say it. <laughs> no, let's, I'm gonna find let's, you and <laughs> let's not even suggest that to people. It's not. Yeah, Sally would start me putting pause right now. Oh, and I've I've <laughs> learned I've learned how to put some barriers up in my day. Let's say that because things can get really intense when you put yourself out there in the public eye. Wow. Yeah, I was. I mean, I was being. I was just kind of being cheeky because I mean. Like I said, I think people that are funny and that can be witty, I think that's like the most attractive quality of a person. It shows your intellect and it also just shows, you know, your, your disposition in life. It's, you know, it's, it's just nice. Fair. Thank you for that. So. Now. Yeah. Do you want to go back to the compliment? <laughs> no. We can go back. <laughs> we're, we're, we're good on that. Thank you. It, it very flattering means a lot. So what's the, you said this has been going on for about a month. This has created a lot of turmoil in your life for a month. Yeah. And how do you yeah. see this resolving? I mean, do you want resolution? Do you want to just float in the emotion of it for a while to help process it? Do you think there's any way it can resolve so that it's not this thing that's uh, messing with your head and your level of trust in people? Um, as far as the relationship with her goes, I would love to go back to, to what we had. I just, Like I said, I just don't I don't know how that could ever happen. I don't, I'm not like, I will never be your sister again. It's just like, I literally don't feel like that's a possibility just because of what she did. Like, yeah. I don't know how that could even happen. But I mean, as far as where I'd like it to go, I, I just want to be, I mean, I just want to get past it myself and not feel like, you know, I mean, like I said, it's like every day I'm thinking about, you know, I miss her and I wish I had that that relationship still and it's sad. Yeah, it is. I, try, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I was telling another friend of mine, she was asking me the same question essentially. And I said, I feel like I'm in a healthy denial. Yeah. Like there's really nothing I can do. So I'm just kind of not dwelling on it. Yeah. 
I mean, also, if this is not that, if, if this is not dwelling on it, I can't imagine how you go to war. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want to I mean, see you when you're angry, I... do I? But when you're angry, everybody stays out of the way, don't they? Because you just said this is you not dwelling on it, and you've 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 fallen into borderline rages three to five times so far in the past forty minutes of talking. So, what's what's it like when you get really mad? What's it like when she gets really mad? I bet that's a question some of us have been wondering already, and I'm looking forward to the answer. Are you? Well, you'll get that answer right after we hear from our fine sponsors. Holidays are almost here. That's all you got people. You got your people spread out, people from college, your relatives all over the country. You do not have time to go to the post office. It's traffic. You're going to sit in traffic. Why? So you can just look for parking? Nope. And then it's going to be packed with everybody mailing holiday gifts and packages. Don't fall for that. Do what I do. Use stamps.com instead. With stamps.com, you avoid the hassle of going to the post office during the busy holiday season. My wife, Hallie, happens to be in the studio today. Hallie, you got two bands. You got people ordering cassettes, LPs, all sorts of stuff they want it out there. The punks need their stuff. The they punk need rockers. their they need their punk tees. Everybody they needs need their t-shirts. punk vinyl. And how did you feel when you used to have to go stand online at that post office? It made me cranky, you know it did. It I did. didn't you, like it. It's a giant waste of time. Cranky. Now you do it at home. We got our little postage magnetometers and stamps.com. They give it to us. You print it right out there, drop it off, boom. So much easier, right? I print out the label, it's like I'm like, what's that the sound of? That's the sound of me saving time. That's the sound of stamps.com right there. And everything you can do at the post office you can do right from your desk you buy and print official u.s postage with your computer your printer you print postage for any letter or package the instant you need it mailman comes picks it up it's easy it's convenient as you just heard my wife and i we use stamps.com all the time you should use it too right now sign up for stamps.com use my promo code beautiful for this special offer you get a four-week trial plus a 110 dollars bonus offer including postage and a digital scale we got one of those digital scales it's easy plugs right into your computer usb it's awesome do not wait Go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in beautiful. That's stamps.com. Enter beautiful. Let's go ahead. Let's get back to this phone call full of dramas and intrigues and commentary on this podcast. Let's go for it. Beautiful Anonymous. What's what's it like when you get really mad? Um, I, I, think, I think your impression of me is a little skewed. Because what it sounds no, like I mean, to me... Yeah, no, I admit that. No, I mean, I admit it, yeah. You have a very, like, yeah. sweet I'm disposition. I'm person. Yeah, I can tell. You have a very, like, sweet dis- disposition, southern accent, but it sounds like when it's time, when the gloves come off, you're ready to get in the ring and throw some haymakers. Yeah, that, that's definitely, that's accurate. Yeah. Now, I'm he- scrappy. My husband, I asked him one time, like, well, you know, you're having those conversations that husbands love to have. What do you like? What do you love most about me, honey? And I thought he was going to say something all sweet and, you know, romantic. He said, I love your grit. Your grit. Yeah. Hell like, I'm like, yeah. I'm gritty. Hell yeah. Grit. But I kind of, but at the same time, I'm like, that is probably like the best compliment ever to yeah, me. That's a good one. Like, I love that. That's cool. If I could, you know, be thought of as gritty. Grit. Like, yeah. Now here, this yeah. this might be a bit of a reach. At the top of this call, oh. you had you were referencing past calls. It's very clear you're a fan of this show, and that means a lot. Would you say that's correct? 
Oh, yes. I love the show, like, to an obsessive point. Like, as soon as a new episode comes on, I'm listening. I've cool. listened to every single one. I'm telling everybody, you have to listen to this podcast. Well, that was my question. Did you, did you tell your ex-sister-in-law that? Oh, no, no, no. no. Does she listen? Oh. Is there a chance she's listening right now? I mean, I guess there's a t- I, It has come up, but I mean... Uh, most of my friends, I pretty much have one friend that listens to podcasts. All my other friends think I'm kind of nerdy, yeah. but whatever. Yeah, can't and, apologize. You know, he's not really a podcast person, I don't mm. think, but I don't know. I don't know. Fair. Yeah, I mean, that would be, ooh. I had yeah, a I, vision I mean, in my mind of her sitting and listening uh, and saying, that's your side of the story. It's your side of the story. Well, maybe she'll call in. Maybe she'll call in and give you her side. I would love that, but how will I know But I don't know. It might be hard to talk with a dick in your mouth. I don't know. Holy shit. You really went big. (laughs) You really went big right there. Sorry. No, you don't have to apologize. How many people listen to this podcast? Like 400 million or something? No, I don't think there's that many people on planet Earth. It's somewhere between 100 and 200,000 per episode. Some of the episodes go bigger. Okay. One, one of them topped out over 300K. So, you know, a lot of people. Wow. Well, a lot of people. I'm very blessed, very apologies. lucky. No apologies. apologies. What are you apologizing sir. for? I don't want to muck it up. Take it to the gutter. Really? You don't want to take it to the gutter? Did you hear that one that was all poop stories? <laughs> Did you hear that one? Oh, that was the best one. Yeah. I almost had, I'm driving. I'm almost like having a car accident because I'm like laughing and like hitting the steering wheel. Like, this is hilarious. Yeah, I don't think you're going to muck it up. One. I don't think you're going to muck it up. <laughs> from that other guy who got his teeth kicked in by Nazis. Remember that one? You're not going to muck this up. Oh, yeah. 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 It's fine. It's fine. So we've got yeah. about 17 minutes left. We've heard uh, your intense tale. Of your current family drama. Did I, did I let your your engineer down? Are you disappointed? No, he, he a big grin on his face now. He's he's giving a big old <laughs> thumbs up from the other side of the glass now. He stepped up. You tried to bail. You tried to bail initially, but that's okay. I didn't. I didn't. I just was trying to like, yeah, I want to dive into my, you know, crappy, dark yeah, no, that's infidelity story. And how, how old are your kids? Nine and six. So, like, not old enough to understand where their where their aunt went. No, and you know what? It's funny you ask me that because that's another whole layer of suckitude to this situation. Is that you know they're just kind of like, how come we haven't seen so and so? You know, blah blah blah. I mean, you know, they. I'm not about to share that with them. I don't feel that's appropriate in any way. I mean, they know that they're separated. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you but I mean, this is someone, let me say, this is someone that I've, I mean, we pretty much spent every single weekend together. Like, that's how close we were. For 20 years. Well, I mean, I did, we did live in different states for a while. But, I mean, since I've been back here for the last two years, we've pretty much hung out every single weekend. Like, you know, kids hanging out, we're sitting here, wow. wine, talking, sister time. When did Love she, my sister, 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 sister. When did she even have, when did she even have time to go sh- trolling for strange? Well, then when she, when, when she left him, then it was kind of like I started seeing her less and less and less. 
and there was all these weird stories. So, but you said this was yeah. going on for like a year. Well, she was also a person that quote worked late a lot. Uh huh. Uh huh. So yeah, there was a lot of like you know not coming home from the office till like nine p.m., eleven p.m. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah, right. So. Because it was, of course, a co-worker. Uh, wait, but didn't you yeah. work at the same place as her? Not at that point, no. Yeah. Look at that. Why are you trying to poke holes in my story? Wow. <laughs> wow. Hey. You think this is fiction? This is my no. life here. Don't, Don't question it. <laughs> oh, I am sorry. <laughs> like I said, last thing I want is you mad at me. I'm just trying to keep it all straight in my head, Okay. <laughs> She's trying to no, keep it all straight I, in my head. I'm just kidding. That was terrifying. Kidding. That no, was I... terrifying. <laughs> no. All right. Well, we got 14 minutes left. And I'm not sure. Anything else? What else? What else do you want to talk about? Get off your chest. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like with this show, it uh, we coast. We coast to the finish line. <laughs> what else do you got? What else do okay, you maybe... got? What else do you got? You're thinking about maybe... Season two should be like a 45-minute phone call. <laughs> I like you. Okay. I like you. You got a couple of good laughs. And yeah, I mean, if we could go back in time, we probably would have shaved. <laughs> There's probably some truth to that. It is a... Uh, yeah, that's the that's not like, yeah. Like if you had the elevator pitch of this show, it's a sixty it's a sixty minute phone call, forty to fifty minutes of which are generally pretty interesting. I think that that's a fair knock. I think that's a fair criticism on the show. Nobody ever hangs up though. Nobody ever hangs up, and I'm not allowed to. Yeah, that's that's kind of. Uh, I've I've thought about that too. Like when listening to the calls, and it's just. I mean, I guess people call in, they're not, um, you know, they're, they're open to it, right? Yeah. You don't call in thinking, yeah, that asshole says one thing I'm hanging up on. Yeah. You know, you're open to, to talking. Yeah. So yeah. I think anyone's going to hang up. That's I mean, cool. I don't know. Do so you want to, like, go through a list of things, try to offend me and get me, see if you can get me to hang up? Okay. You really, no, no. you really want that? <laughs> that was a joke. Hey, I just follow your lead on these things, okay? If you want me to start trying to offend you, I'm happy to do it. But if you're... No, we don't have to do that. So I, I will say that um, I did notice at the beginning of your podcast that it seemed like a lot of the callers were kind of fell into like a category but it seems like now it's branching out into other walks of life. Well, thank you so much. You feel that? Well, yeah. I mean, I think I, I, I won. It was a lot of uh, young art people with artistic ambitions, and that made sense in the early days because those are generally the people who I've attracted to my prior work. But this show has now attracted its own following that doesn't really have much to do. It's weird. All the other aspects of my work are very, very connected to each other. And this podcast seems to kind of be its own separate wing. And I'm glad now that it has expanded and diversified to a degree. And hopefully that will continue. It's very important to me. Yeah, I feel like 
I feel like when you created this podcast, you kind of, um, you kind of read my mind in a way because I've always said that I feel like everybody, there should be like some sort of government service or maybe not government, but some sort of public service where everybody gets their memoir written. Because everybody's life is so interesting. Like I never meet anybody. I mean, it may be months, years, weeks, days, whatever, but there's always something that they tell you and you're just like, wow, just blown away by some life, part of their life story. Sometimes, sometimes when you actually remind yourself to slow down and just have a regular talk with a regular person, you realize that the world is full of uh, all sorts of dramas and, uh, and inspirations. And I, I wish I remembered that in my own real life. New York City does not make it easy to slow down and talk to people. And that's one of my favorite things about this show is I get to turn my phone off. The texts stop. Checking Twitter stops. And I just talk to another human being. It's one of the great parts of my week. And I'm so lucky all you guys call in. I also love that this episode was about five minutes of your opinions on the podcast about 40 minutes of a story, and then another 15 minutes. That's a state of the podcast, another discussion of the actual state well, you know, of the okay, show itself. Okay, so here's the, I like here, it. We're going we're gonna to keep talking about the podcast, but Up here's the thing. is it? I think that people that call in, they probably listen to it so much that that's their common ground with you. So when that's that true. 45 minutes is up where you should have cut it off, <laughs> you didn't have me in that meeting, though. I would have said cut it off at 45, but no, I wouldn't invite it. <laughs> then people just start rambling you about, like, what's our common ground? What do I have in common with you? Basically yeah. nothing but this podcast. Yeah. And you know what I like about it? There is a part of me, though, that likes that because then I, it's generally that's the guard is really let down, even with the chit-chatty. Because especially since the show has become popular, now we get a lot of calls where people up top are like, I'm really nervous. I didn't realize I was going to be so nervous. And it takes a little while. So it's nice to just get to a place where... Yeah, I was nervous talking to... Um, can I say his name? Your engineer? Yeah, sure. I'm going to thank him at the end. Was it Jared? Yeah. Okay. I think I said it. I think I, I was said very it nervous talking to him. Really? Yeah. Well, like, what? I'm surprised he even put me through because my voice was like so shaky. I probably sounded like some sort of like crackhead by a dumpster or something. No, he, he's, he's typing to me. Hey, she told me she had this story all set up. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. Chit-chatting about crushes. Um, but no, but I, I will say since it came up, I hope people who are listening... When you call in the future, no need to be nervous. I mean this in the absolute best, most positive way. I don't care how this goes. I don't care. If it's really, really bad, we just won't put it out. And guess what? They're never really bad. Everybody's got something to say. So everybody, let your guard down. Talk to your old pal, Gather, and I'm here for you. It's a, it's a privilege and an honor to be able to do this and talk to you. Just let your guard down. Talk to your boy, Gethard. I think you can vouch for me, lady. Not that I'm not. I'm, I'm about as non-threatening as it gets. Um, I, I will say it's, it's pretty easy to talk to you. Hey, thanks. I feel yeah. the same way about you, except when you say the word "dick" out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say "dick" again for the rest of this. There How was, much time do we have left? Uh, seven and a half minutes. There was one point where we were talking about something totally unrelated, and you, with with real furor, said, "Except when you got a dick in your mouth." You did say that, like a it's like a <laughs> early '90s rap song. Well, that was in reference to 
her infidelity. Oh, I remember. I, I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. It's all right. So it's I feel a- like we need to like go out on something other than smallpox. Yeah, you we tell me. We need a big topic here. What is it? What is it? Follow that gut instinct. I, I thought that was. I think you're right. That's your job. Oh, is it my job? It's my job to just be a mind <laughs> to just be a mind reader and know what else you have to say in this world. Oh, is that my job, everybody out there? Is that my job? Oh, I didn't realize that. I thought I was just a vessel uh, by which you had a, a platform to the world. I didn't realize it was my job to just create out of thin air seven minutes of content at the end. No, I can think about it. I don't know. Let's see, because I don't. I, you know, I think there's probably a lot of people listening to this one right now who are going. I am uh, I am shocked even that I am still listening and engaged. But that, I do love that the people who listen to this thing are so supportive. Okay, we got six minutes. What can we talk about at the end? What's Okay, uh, outside of the sister-in-law situation, outside of the trauma of your brother's relationship falling apart, how it affected your life, your life with your kids, your day-to-day, the anger that you're feeling. What's the other? Topic two in your life. Topic two on the to-do list. What's the, uh, what's the big thing you're facing? What do we got? Or is life just pretty good otherwise? Um, yeah, I hate to sound lame, but that's pretty pretty all-consuming right now. Okay, I struck out on that one. But you said it's my job <laughs> to create the content. Let me go ahead and try again. If you had one piece of advice, if you had one piece of advice for people out there listening from your life experience as a mother, as a sister, as a friend, as as someone who has lived, one piece of advice, big or small, what would your advice to the world be? Something any individual out there could benefit from knowing, whether it's a, a, a broad philosophical piece of advice or a little thing like a life hack. What is it? What do we got? I'm going for it here. I'm going to make this happen. Um, I think this, is, this might be a little cliche, but it's kind of really come to the forefront of my life over this last month, that whole thing about, you know, when you meet somebody that, you should really take into consideration that they may have like this whole thing going on that you don't even know about. And like, if they're a jerk or, you know, just seem a little off putting or whatever, like you just have no idea. Cause uh-huh. I feel like I've kind of been like walking around doing my life for this last month yeah. and had this, you know, right there on the surface. And like, I'm not sitting here telling the, cashier at the grocery store or, you know, my random acquaintances. Yeah. Like, you just never know what's going on with people. And if this is going on with me, I mean, there's probably something going on with everybody that you see. So your advice, to boil that down to two words, is be paranoid. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Okay. I like that. I'm going to say this. It kind of recounts some stuff from the past. I don't know if I have succeeded in my mission of introducing some short-form, hard-hitting content at the end of this call to keep people engaged. It definitely, I mean, it was a beautiful thought, beautiful words. Recycles back to before, though. Okay, next thing. When you go to a diner, what do you order? (laughs) Really? Okay, I struck Um, out on that one, too. You're not into that one? No, 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 no. No, I can can answer that. Uh I mean, it depends if they have, like... A good French toasting going uh-huh, on, as they generally I like do. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, well, what do you mean by diner? Like serving all the kinds of food? Because I will like some fried okra. 
Fried okra. Okay, your southern heritage coming into play. They do not have that in my diners up north. Regional differences on display here on Beautiful Anonymous. Next question. Companion question. What do you order at a Buddhist temple? Um, Probably like some sort of lentil-y soupy thing with some like crispy bready thing to dip into it. So a lentil-y soupy thing. I don't know what it's called. With a crispy bready thing. (laughs) Well, I don't know what it's called. Well, it's called a lentily soupy thing with a crispy bready thing. It's a variety of things of different consistencies and textures. <sighs> like that's look at that. That's the uh, tongue in yeah. cheek. That's the tongue in cheek wit right there that got you to be so uh, so fond of me in the first place. Look Enamored. That. Enamored. That wit is on display, and now you're left speechless. <laughs> you're left speechless because that wit right I, here. I know. Look at that. I can I hear it. it. I can hear it. I can hear the crush coming back. The crush is coming back. Uh, I want to tell my wife, Hallie, no need to worry. And of course, you of all people are not going to go down there, but I can feel like I feel that crush coming back. It's a performer crush, though. That happens sometimes when you're a performer. Sometimes people have a crush on you based on your performance. You would not have a crush on me in real life. I am a largely unfunny and anxiety-riddled man day to day. Generally unfunny. But that's, kind of, that's kind of part of the draw. Like, I think that's kind of... <laughs> That's kind of cute. So but you know what I love? I love that you refer to your wife as a badass. Oh, she's the most badass. She's the most badass. She's on tour right now with her punk rock bands, driving all around this country playing punk rock shows. I don't know where you're at, but she's headed down south right now. By the time this comes out, she will be oh. home. What's, what's the band? What's the name? Her band's name is Hiccup. That's the one that's touring right now. And then Halloween weekend, which we'll give away when we tape this. Halloween weekend, she's playing in Gainesville. And then she's touring back up north with her other band, The Unlovables. And they're great bands. And she writes cool songs. And yeah, she, she's in North Carolina right now, my southern friend. Headed to Atlanta in the next couple of days. Maybe you catch her. Maybe you catch her. Are you trying to figure out where I'm at? No, I'm not at all. I don't. Are you going to trip me up? No, I don't. I'm just saying. We're not going to go on a. (laughs) Now you're mad at me again. I'm so scared of the idea of you being mad at me. If you were mad at me, what would you say to scold me? What would you say if you were mad at me? As someone who's listened to me Uh, so much, how would you cut me down? Put me in my place. No, see, the thing about the anger is it's. It's sincere. I can't just pull it out like a party trick. Like, I'd have to really be mad at you. That is terrifying. I can't even emulate the level of anger that I get. I don't even want to go into it. Now, we got less <laughs> less than 30 seconds. How does this end? How does this end, my friend? And I want to thank you for your conversation and all the support you've shown for this show, by the way. How does this end? 20 seconds. This ends with me saying to everybody in the world, do not be a dick and be kind to each other. I think that's a great place to end. Caller, thank you so much for the lovely call. And listeners, thank you for listening. Though I assume many of you turned this off roughly 15 minutes ago when we started verbally recognizing that the the juiciest part of the call was clearly over. But I hope hope you're okay and that your brother's okay and that your kids are okay and that everybody out there dealing with something similar is okay. Thank you for all your forthcoming uh, stories and your and your kind support. We've got so many people to thank. The Reverend John Delore, Greta Cohn, Jared O'Connell, Shell Shag, who we talked so much about, my friends and yours. 
Listen, you want to know more about me? ChrisGeth.com. And I'm doing an off-Broadway show right now. I'm having so much fun with it. CareerSuicideShow.com for tickets and info. It means so much to me. I've met so many beautiful anonymous fans after the show. And all you guys, it's so cool to meet you face-to-face. If you like this podcast, review it, rate it, and most importantly, subscribe. Do those things on iTunes. It helps so, so much. Thank you guys so much. Have a good week, and we'll see you next time on Beautiful Anonymous. Here's what you'll hear next time on Beautiful Anonymous. So you're a single mom. Your boy is eight years old. You get cancer. You've lost both your parents to cancer. This must be... There must be a world of emotions there that, that really, I, I would imagine, not too many people have have lived through. Yeah, it was, it was a tough time. Um, although my mom passed away actually after kind of the majority of the issues of my cancer happened. So I thought she passed away. I was doing pretty well and kind of... Wow out of it. She, it, it actually, I mean, if you have to have cancer with your mom, <laughs> it worked out well. Wow. That is next time on Beautiful Stories from Anonymous People. Hello, I'm John Lennon, and I'm simply having a wonderful Christmas time with all my new Earwolf merch. Just look at what Earwolf added to their store this year. Make your friends jealous, guys, with the brand new Earwolf activity book. Go on a magical mystery tour in your Hello from the Magic Tavern t-shirt. Shake it up, baby, with the longest, shortest time baby onesie. And there's gear from Comedy Bang Bang, How Did This Get Made, and so much more. Imagine all the deals. Go to store.earwolf.com today and use the promo code HOHO to get 15% off your purchase if you order by December 10th. Pick up a great gift for the podcast fan in your life this holiday season. Drums. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf.